This is a Triple J podcast. Hey, welcome to the Shake Up on Hack. I'm Dave Marchese. How are we feeling at the end of this week? There's been quite a bit going down, hasn't there? Heap of big news, heap of weird news. We got a packed one for you on this podcast. Here's a bit of a taste. Hack. The Wiggles are banning the city of Bunbury from playing their music. What's going on there? Several theatres around the world have started introducing an intermission during the movie between 6 and 15 minutes long. She actually ends up coming into my court. I don't know if she was trying to scare me or intimidate me. On Triple Jack. Yeah, we're talking movie intermissions, yes or no, what do we think? What's the one thing in life that you think there really should be an intermission for? Is it grocery shopping, something like that? Heard it a couple of times. Also, your marketplace horror stories. People getting really angry this week about intense, rude, even scary interactions they've had with people while trying to sell stuff, not only on Marketplace, but other platforms. So I want to hear your crazy story of trying to sell something online. But hey, before we get into all that, we've got to introduce our Shake Up panel. And you know them, you love them. First, today's show reporter at Channel 9, Isa Stashkovsky. How are you? Hello, I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to have you back. Has it been a huge week? It has been a huge week of news, absolutely, yes. <laughs> it actually it actually has. I know it's been flat out and completely mental for you as well, but hopefully this is a chance to sit back, have a bit of a laugh, enjoy... And start off Friday. Yeah, some of the lighter things as well. Also, he's back again, podcaster, comedian Louis Hansen. You were a birthday boy last week. I was. Oh, hi, Dave. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, it was my birthday week last week. You know how I know that? You know how I know that? It's because I have the same birthday as you. And I didn't realise until you were, like, reposting all that. Happy birthday, Louie. And I was like, oh, it's my birthday. Anyway. Wait, o- October 25th. Yeah, that's my Fellow birthday Fellow Scorpio too. girly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. You were getting a lot more love than me, though. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to have some friends, wouldn't it? Um, but... Oh. Something tells me that isn't true, Dave. You're just being (laughs) humble. Now, you've got a podcast that's out today. What's that all about? Yeah, so it's the latest season of Everybody Has a Secret, um, Mm. which is produced by the lovely team over at Shameless. Um, it's it's quite scandalous. People kind of submit their own secrets and we, we unpack them. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, an episode has dropped today. It's very scandalous and juicy. Okay. So, well, yeah, if you, if you want some weekend listening, well, everybody has a secret. Exactly. A send this one around. Send the shake-up first to all your mates and then you can send <laughs> everybody has a secret to everybody. <laughs> hey, it's time to get into it. We've got so much in this episode of the shake-up. I want to hear from you too. If you're listening, get on the line. Let's get into it. The Wiggles music is created to bring joy and happiness and we are deeply disappointed to hear that it's being used any other way. On Triple J. Yeah, what about this one? Imagine making the Wiggles angry because a council in WA has done that. They were playing one of the Wiggles classics on repeat 24-7 through loudspeakers to try to stop what they've called antisocial behaviour. The thing is, though, the area that they're doing this is where a lot of homeless people are staying. Now, the council has defended it, but the Wiggles and a lot of the community have said it's not on. Hack. The city of Bunbury has been playing the Wiggles song Hot Potato through speakers at a soundstage near the centre of town for weeks. Hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. It drives us nuts. For years now, homeless people have been seeking refuge in the Graham Bricknell Music Shell, and the council has finally had a gutful. Yeah, turn it off, because it's not nice. 
the options for homeless people are very few. They are moving from place to place in order to find shelter. The Wiggles have heard about how their song's being used and they've asked the council to stop. On Triple Jack. Yeah, social groups saying this is really just mean, actually. The council has said it's standard practice, not just in Bunbury, but other places around the country, around the world, to play music, to get people to move on. What do you think? Like, do you think the Wiggles have a right to be really annoyed about their song being used in this way? Is there something similar happening in your community where you live? Message in 0439757555. I want to ask the Shake Up crew. We've got Today Show reporter Isa Stachkovsky and podcaster Louis Hansen. Isa, this one's a bizarre story. What did you make of it? Oh, it's so weird, isn't it? And I think the fact that as well, it's been a shelter for, you know, a decade. The community clearly likes it. But also, to anger the Wiggles, I think that's pretty wild too. And what I was kind of thinking about is how many times you have to play a song to really hate it. Because when I like a song, I listen to it non-stop. And I feel like I would listen to Hot Potato a lot. And I feel like the three of us would at all have one point had a bit of a boogie to the Wiggles, whether it was a while ago or recently. Maybe it was a birthday <laughs> Wiggle. I don't know. But I just, yeah, I think I think it's not cool at all. It's interesting. I mean, even just reading about this story and hearing Hot Potato just then, it's <laughs> been in my head all day, right? And I know for the whole weekend that's all I'm going to be singing. Louis, what did you make of it when you read this story? Yeah, well, this is a hot topic for me because my, my one-year-old niece is obsessed with the Wiggles. She dressed up as Emma Wiggle um, for Halloween this week and I actually listened to Hot Potato this morning with her. Love. Um, but, yeah, look, it is it is quite um, a sad story, though, when you think that this is how the council has responded um, to people experiencing homeless. And mm. the fact that it's... Uh, by using a song as happy um, as Hot Potato, I don't know, it kind of feels a bit, like, dystopian well, to me. Well, it seems a I bit totally. creepier, doesn't it? Creepy. Like, in other places, like, around the world, they use classical music, um, <laughs> which can be really intense, I guess, at some times. I don't know, Isa, did it surprise you that apparently this is quite a common practice around the world? Absolutely, because I've never heard of that before this. And I think it is really weird. And it's bizarre to use as well that song because I feel like for us it's quite synonymous with a happy time. You know, you're listening to it with your niece. You've got great memories of it. And to blast that in that kind of way, I think it's really negative. And what's what's the idea? You're, you're just going to force someone out. Why would you approach that situation like that? It's really negative. We've got some messages coming through. Someone on the text line says, can they take them for royalties, the Wiggles? <laughs> I don't know. They could try, I guess. Someone else says maybe the council should be putting more effort to try to house these people instead of pushing them somewhere else. That was exactly. from Mo in Melbourne. Yeah, Louis, what do you think this says about how uh, homeless people are viewed in our communities in Australia? Yeah, well, I just kind of feel like... I don't know, it's the council's poor attempt at putting um, a, a small Band-Aid um, over an open wound. Um, mm. You know, as Isa said, it's seeking to push people away who are experiencing homelessness without really looking at the foundational issues about why they may be homeless in the first place. Yeah. Totally. And like, yeah, like you said, Louis, like, what do they do? They just walk away from the sound and then they're there and 
the problem still exists. Well, you know what? Bunbury's mayor has now said the city's reviewing, stopped playing the song and is reviewing <laughs> the city's approach to rough sleepers. <laughs> Thanks, so, Bunbury mayor. Well, I mean, I guess the one positive out there is that this serious issue of homelessness is now on the agenda for the local council. Bella in Melbourne says the council would play crazy shark at the football grounds in my hometown for the same reason. <gasps> Not crazy shark. <laughs> Someone else Wait, says... Baby shark? Yeah, oh, wait, I think no, it is baby, baby shark. shark. It is baby, baby shark. Maybe Bella made a mistake there. <laughs> Someone crazy else. Shark. Crazy sharks are crazy the frog. <laughs> yeah, imagine imagine a hybrid of those two. Crazy frog and baby shark wouldn't I appreciate like it. it. Get a dubstep in there or something. Someone else <laughs> says, I was once stuck at a suburban train station late on Christmas. Some scratchy class- classical music was playing for the same purpose. I do think it's wrong. Like, you know, uh, it, it's they, they put stuff on um, park benches so you can't lie down. Mm. Where are these people supposed to go? Not a lot of love for Bunbury Council on the text line, I must say. Uh, Somebody else says this is just an example of hostile architecture. It's so messed up. Uh, There's a lot of views on that one. I'm sure we're going to be hearing a bit more about it. The Wiggles have spoken out and the Wiggles are not happy. Australia is not happy. You tell the moviegoers to take a piss before the movie and wait it out. On Triple J. So I went to the movies this week with some mates and I was looking forward to seeing this new film everyone's talking about, Killers of the Flower Moon, by Martin Scorsese. But just as I settled into the seat, my friend leaned over and said, oh, you know, this is a long one, right? We're here for three and a half hours. And that's when I thought, yeah, wow, I think I really have overcommitted here. Hack. Martin Scorsese sent me said you added an intermission in his movie. Three hours and 26 minutes. Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Who's got time to watch that? Definitely going to need some popcorn for this one, but I am also up for the challenge. Movies shouldn't be longer than a flight from Melbourne to New Zealand. While Killers of the Flower Moon is long, almost three and a half hours, it never drags. During the film, one of the guys fell asleep and was snoring so loudly. It was like... (sighs) On Triple J. Yeah, keen to hear what you think about this one. Do you think we need intermissions, breaks in long movies? Because Australian cinemas think we do need them. They say people don't have the attention span and there's no pause button at the cinema like there is at home. Also, what is the one thing in life that you think needs an intermission? If you could just press pause for a bit on an activity you have to do, a chore, what is it? Best response now, 0439757555. Message in immediately, if not sooner. You can call in to 1300-055-36. Got to ask the Shake Up team. We've got comedian, presenter Louis Hansen, and today's show reporter is Stashkovsky. Louis, have you seen this movie, Killers of the Flower Moon? I have not. Um, I I do think that three and a half hours is kind of illegal in my humblest of opinions. How, how did you go um, oh, watching it? Look, it's an amazing movie, but me being in radio and cutting down audio all the time, I was like, I reckon I could have got this into about 75 minutes. I reckon I could have cut <laughs> it down, it you know, from 206 minutes. No, nah, it was great, but definitely you do get to get you get a bit restless. And the interesting thing I noticed about this one was even though it was such a brilliant movie, people started to walk out at the end because they were just tired and it was (laughs) midnight. So what about you, Izzah? Do you think they should have intermissions in movies? 
Yes, big fan of an idea of an intermission in a movie because then you can have a toilet break, you can have a wine break. I watched Oppenheimer. I think I left like twice for a toilet break. But also, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was I was kind of thinking about for some people they need a break. Like three and a half is a long time. Like what if you've got a health reason that you need a little, True. little sit down stop? Why can't we have movies with intermissions? and without intermissions for the diehard movie fans who are like, I want to see how it was made. Oh, interesting. So you're like, mm, you could have like the, the little... baby session. Yep, yep, yep. You could definitely do that. Someone on the text line saying similar things is, uh, what about people with disabilities or people who mm. just can't uh, refrain from going to the bathroom for three-hour-long movies, especially <laughs> with all that movie food? Exactly. <laughs> Someone else says, I lived in Belgium last year and every movie at the cinema had an intermission of 10 minutes. Wow. It was mm. a surprise the first time it happened. But quickly, I loved it for snack and toilet breaks. I wish they did it here. Hmm. Do you think, Louis, that part of the reason that you're like, oh, not happy with the long movie sessions is because, especially with social media now and platforms like TikTok, it's taken away our attention span and we're not used to looking at something for more than a couple of minutes? Oh, absolutely. I think TikTok has played a huge part over the last few years in shortening our attention spans and our ability to just keep scrolling past anything that we're, we're not happy with. Um, but, you know, I, in saying that, I do think that longer form content is still very important. But yeah, I'm all for these intermissions. I also think it could add a bit of, um, you know, a spectacle, um, bring it back into the cinema, um, which might be um, a selling point to bring people back in. It's like going to the theatre. Everyone yes. enjoys an intermission. And I don't know. a little chat with people as well. You can mingle, Maybe, check out people's outfits. but sometimes when I've been to things at, you know, with an intermission, maybe it is a stage show or something, I'm a bit over the intermission. I'm like, can we just bash out the other second half here? Because I want to go <laughs> home. So I don't know. Everyone's got a different opinion. Uh, we got some people messaging in saying, you know, I think intermissions are important on the body, especially if you're sitting for long periods of time. I'm a pro. We've got Liv on the phone line now. Liv's called in. Liv, what do you reckon of this? Hi, Dave. Um, yeah, I think that uh, intermission should be mandatory. <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah, just because of how, like, how intense it is on your body. Like, you know, your brain like it. should need... It needs a breather. You, you know, do. So. You, you get out of there and you're not feeling as good as when you went in. Like, that's for sure. As soon as you get out of the movie, you're like, oh, what the hell? I got this sore neck. I don't know. Look, everyone yeah. is backing you up, Liv. There's definitely a lot of love for intermissions. If you're against them, for some reason, if you think, nah, I'm off intermissions, let us know. By um, chance, I looked up what the longest movies of all time are, guys. <laughs> I don't know whether you're interested in this. Yes. Oh, I'm so interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually different. If you're talking cinematic movies, like the ones actually released in theatres or experimental ones, there are some mm. experimental ones that went for days. But the longest Yuck. kind of cinematic movie of all time was this Bangladeshi film from 2019, 21 hours long. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and in black and white. Why? It's like, give us something, guys. Give us something. Oh. We've got some that more. Was without intermission? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know, actually. I'm assuming there's got to be an intermission. Because <laughs> the thing is, when you're in there, you don't feel like you can get up and stretch your legs or whatever. Because the other thing we've spoken about on the shake-up before <laughs> is everyone's intense rules about the movies. Oh, you can't look at your phone. You can't do this. You can't cough. You can't look up at someone. You can't whisper something to someone. So it's like, oh, I'm really stuck here. At least if you're on a plane or something, you can do other things. You can read a bit. You can watch something on your phone. I remember I once I brought like a charcuterie board of food into a cinema <laughs> and when I brought the salami out, everyone was looking at me quite jealous though. Like, mm, Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> yes. I love, I think we should be normalising <laughs> these practices. Like normalise walking down the cinema aisle to stretch your legs after hour two. <laughs> That's so yes, funny. I like it. Healthy. What do you think in life needs an intermission? Is there something, Isa, that you think, oh, we could use an intermission here. Someone says DJ sets would be lovely with an intermission. Oh. <laughs> Look, I actually think everything, like we could put a pause just on life and just have a little spa day, no phone reception, no nothing, just like alone with your thoughts for maybe like a week. Oh, interesting. Is that sad? Nah, nah, sounds good. Someone on the text line, Amy says, should have intermission for work, food, sex and the day in general. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a sex intermission. Grocery shopping, <laughs> says someone else. Another person, James, says there should be an intermission in hack. 30 minutes, way oh. too long. Oh. Well, I, well, then I guess in... Your broadcast will return momentarily. Isa, Louis... Did we enjoy that? Yeah. I've come back refreshed. <laughs> I had a toilet break. I got a glass of wine. Uh, <laughs> hey, it works apparently. We uh, loved it. Someone says, Dave, there's an app for peeing. Oh, I've got the elevator music playing underneath. I might keep that going for a little while. I kind of mm. like it. I think it. you should. It's quite soothing, actually. <laughs> Someone says, Dave, there's an app for peeing in movies and it notifies on when the best part to pee in the movie <gasps> is and then fills you in with what you missed. I went in Interstellar when they went onto that planet and I came back and I was like, what happened? What happened? Worst time ever to go to the toilet. Oh, that's so funny. Let's go to another caller. John is on the line. John, what do you reckon? Um, I realised, like, um, the first movie I went to after lockdown was Batman, which I think is about, like, three hours long or something. Um, <laughs> and, like, I have diagnosed ADHD and I was, you know, a big TikTok fan, so my, my attention span was shot, but I've just kind of forced myself to sit through it. It was kind of over before I knew it. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so I kind of, like, I, I understand wanting an intermission Okay. And also, like, you know, especially people who have, like, you know, the need to pee every, like, hour or something, it's a good idea. But also, I feel like there's a benefit to kind of making yourself sit through it, if that kind of makes sense. Okay. James is into the intermission. He's like, it's torture, yeah, but let's do it. Let's do it anyway. Okay. James likes torture. <laughs> let's go to PJ, who's also called in. PJ, what do you reckon? Uh, I'm not a fan for intermissions in general. I had them when I lived in Holland. And oh. found it disruptive. Uh, like your Belgian uh, experience. Yeah. But more recently, when Tarantino released the Hateful Eight for the 70 mil film version, he planned for an intermission. Yeah. And so, yes, I did take advantage of it to, as a chance to empty the bladder. Well, this, <laughs> PJ, this is, the, this is the thing because it's not as easy as of cinemas just saying, oh, well, we're going to put in an intermission because they need to actually get permission from, you know, the production house and stuff. And with this particular film, Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese has said, no, 
that is not how I have envisioned this film to be watched with an intermission. But the cinemas are saying, well, shouldn't we actually be thinking about what's best for the viewer and not what's best for the director? What do you think of that, Louis? Absolutely. And I'm <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh, loving my intermission. Um, but yeah, I, I speak as someone who literally needs to go to the toilet like every 20 minutes, especially if, you know, I've had a cheeky beverage okay. mm-hmm. at the start of the movie as I like to do when I go to the cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need toilet breaks like every 20 minutes. And You're I- hydrated. I am. Yeah. Hydrated and blessed. You are. He's doing well in that department. We'll give him that, the birthday boy. He's well hydrated. Hey, so many messages coming through on intermissions. I can't get to them all. We've got to move Hack on. and post. Hi, is this still available? On Triple Jack. Uh, if you're buying and selling online... You probably have a love-hate relationship with platforms like Facebook Marketplace. Sure, it is convenient. It is convenient. There's always the chance of picking up an incredible bargain. Yeah, yeah. But sellers have come out swinging and slamming annoying people, hitting them up with irrelevant questions, low-ball offers, harassing them weeks after the purchase with questions about how things work. I want to know, what's your Marketplace horror story? Hack. Oh, is this still available? They read the message and they don't reply. Well, did you want it or not, mate? Sorry, Jen, can't do it. Got a bloke coming in five to come grab the car. I don't have cash on me. Do, just do you have PayPal? Or? No, you'll probably need a truck. Can I borrow yours? No, you can't borrow my truck. Where the f*** is this bloke? Hey, ideal, what, what do you want me to, what do you want me to, how do you want me to pay it? Or a cream leather sofa covered in permanent marker. It's been listed as used like new. Go and read the ad, mate. I'm not going to copy and paste it for you. On Triple Jack. Uh, yeah, the best quote about this I saw this week was from a comedian who said, yeah, with Marketplace, best case scenario, we receive $5. Worst case, our whole family's murdered. <sighs> is it dramatic or is it true? I don't know. A few weeks ago, we were focusing on buyers, people buying lemons, bad quality cars, other things, washing machines. They weren't what they seemed. But I want to hear from sellers now. Like, do you sell on Marketplace or other platforms? What's the worst thing you've experienced from a potential buyer? Call in one 555 Message into 0439757555. Shake Up Crew. Issa from the Today Show. Podcaster Louis Hansen. Issa, are you a fan of Marketplace? Mm, no. <laughs> I have sold a few things like like furniture, like like a bed frame, a blazer here and there. I've bought one table. But I don't really like the idea of telling someone who I don't know where I live. Yeah. I also just, I don't know, like I've, I've put things up there and people have been like, stop trying to sell your mattresses. I like, I don't know, like I'm not, it's not for me. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. Louis, what do you reckon? Are you a big fan of buying stuff, selling stuff online? You know what? I am. <laughs> I, um, I moved into... Um, uh, a house about a year ago and uh, I'm going to put my hands up to say that 90% of the furniture that I now live in was purchased from Marketplace. Um, nice. But I, I love to try and sell things as well. Um, I, I remember about a year and a half ago, one time f- for a video, mm. I had to laminate 10 pictures of myself, like 10 selfies, <laughs> and I thought I'd just chuck them on Marketplace. Had to. For, 
I know. I, I, I promise. I had to do this. I, and the title was um, laminated photo of me looking hot. And I, I, pu- I put them up for a dollar um, to see if there were any takers. And I think it became a, a bit of a joke. People tried to buy it. But, um, yeah, I nearly got, I think, banned from Marketplace. Did you sell it, though? No, they, they got taken down by Facebook. Some, oh, of the, Facebook. some of the stuff is funny that I've seen. It's like self, uh, like um, portrait, artistic portrait that I can draw of you. And it's just the most <laughs> random scratch. Um, yeah, not good at all. People on the text line, someone says, I got asked to deliver a $3 plant. I blocked them. <laughs> Another person says, seller problems, put some old household items up on an online marketplace as free of charge instead of sending it to landfill. Got so many messages asking if I could either to post it or courier it at my cost. That is ridiculous. People have no shame when they're negotiating this. Louis, is there a bit of etiquette here? Like you're obviously doing a bit of this in terms of negotiating price, um, cancellation. If Yeah, if you decide, <laughs> oh, like what happens if you're selling something on there and you agree to a price and then an hour later someone hits you up and says, actually, I'll give you double the price for it. Come on, surely you're like, oh... What do you have to do? <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. Like, people are savage. People are so blunt because it's just so much easier to bargain and barter with a stranger <laughs> than with someone you know. Like, I've never met you. You don't know me. So let's be absolutely blunt and brutal to each other. Do you think we secretly just love the barter culture? Like, we just want to be good at it, but, you know, we're not good at it at all. Oh, sure. And, like, I'm sure there's a bit of, like, a a power dynamic at play here by putting something up for sale for five bucks and just watching everyone flock to it like pigeons and, like, (laughs) you control who it goes to. That's so true. That's so true. Someone says people freak out about the, is this available messages, but they don't realise that the phone app sends it automatically and they absolutely go crazy and they don't read any following messages. Yeah, people also just asking questions that are in the description of the product. You know, you've got it in there and they're like, how much is this? You're like, the price is there. Why Why are you asking that? Hmm. One of our teams said earlier that she actually trusts people to send stuff. So when she's buying something, she'll transfer the money to them straight away and just trust that they've popped it in the mail. Mm. Is that crazy, is that? Yes, that's very <laughs> silly. Sorry, no. Sorry, Joe, you're that's- crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. You're sweet and naive. Joe, come on. Mm, Poor Joe does see the best in all people, and it is one of her best qualities, actually. Um, (laughs) Let's go to a caller now. Michael is on the line from uh, Melbourne. Hey, Michael, what's been your experience? Hey, Dave. Um, I I work in e-commerce, actually, and um, I do a lot of our listings and our descriptions and all that sort of stuff. Um, But whenever I list stuff on Marketplace, I treat it like work. It's listed, it's very detailed, every measurement, all that sort of stuff. And yet people still message me asking for information that's in the listing. That's that's the thing. That's the annoying thing. People aren't reading properly. They like to put out a hundred different messages to different people for stuff they have no intention of buying. You know what? Maybe they're just trying to make a friend. Oh, maybe they're lonely. Maybe they like your vibe. Michael, what do you do? How are you pretty? Because you're treating it kind of like a a work (laughs) issue. Are you pretty kind to them? Pretty polite? You've got the work manners. It it tests my patience. Um, (laughs) There's a few times where I've just flipped it and been like, look. in the listing, copy and paste. And other times, I just don't reply. Oh, it's just too much. It's too much. You can only you can only give so much. Michael, thank you for calling up and being so generous as a seller on Marketplace. We do appreciate all the good work thank you're doing you, out there selling products. Someone saying, 
I recently sold a bookshelf and the guy was a champ. We ended up becoming friends. <gasps> that was Love. from Zane and Tassie. So that's exactly what you were saying. That's really nice. How many people do you think have... Um, started an actual romantic relationship. Oh, a meet cute, a cute meet. Yeah, yes. or have had some sexy time. Well, this could be for your scandalous episode. Very oh, true. Oh, it could be. Leave it with me. Actually, I should have thought of that. Can you all message in if you've had this happen to you, if you've had some really intense romantic relationship out of a uh, Facebook marketplace listing? I want to hear it. Is it also awkward when you're <laughs> negotiating with someone either a lot older or a lot younger than you? You're like, it's not, I'm not paying that much. It's a like seven-year-old boy, like selling his <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. It probably is. Oh, we've got so many messages coming through. We actually don't have time for the last topic that I was going to get to. Um, today, which was about billionaires. But basically all I was going to ask you was billionaires, yes or no. That was all I was going to ask you because we were talking about (laughs) billionaires (laughs) earlier this week because Taylor Swift apparently has just recently become one. And then we had one of the world's youngest billionaires, um, Sam Bankman-Fried, found guilty over fraud and corruption today. So look, they're, they're definitely in the headlines. Just quickly, Isa, do you think you can be a good billionaire? Yes. I think oh. I personally will take one for the team <laughs> and I will test it out for the three of us. Okay. I will be a billionaire. I'll be ethical. I'll get you both a present. A really good one. Oh. I'm happy to do it. I'll take one for the team. That's so nice. What about you, okay. Louis? What do you reckon of billionaire? I know you are one yourself, but... <laughs> I, you kind of mimicked my response there. I, um, <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, billionaires in general, hey, prob not, but, like, would that stop me from trying to be one? Oh, no. that's so funny. We'll get funny. our helicopters together. I'll just wave at you from across the yard. I love that. I'll throw you some champagne. Well, hey, that was the shortest topic we've ever covered on the Shake Up, I think. But, you know, that's all we really needed to get out of it. We've got so many messages still coming through about Facebook Marketplace, but that is all we've got time for. Huge thanks to the Shake Up team. Today reporter, today show reporter, sorry, at Channel 9, Isa Stashkovsky. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And comedian Louis Hansen, thank you as well. I love you. Happy birthday, my twin. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday boy. That's, this is so sweet. <laughs> I love it. Hack on Triple J. That's all for Hack for now and the shake-up. I'll be back next week. I'll catch you then. Have a great weekend. See ya. Dee Salmon here, sliding into your podcast feed to let you know that the Hookup Podcast has all the sex and relationship content you need. Honestly, you need us in your life. Join us each week as we talk all things love and f***ing like this. Foreplay is also there so that you have great sex. Like, I don't know about anyone who's given themselves an orgasm in two minutes. Like, it's fine. It's the fast food of orgasms. That's the hookup. If you like hack, you'll love us. Get us wherever you get your pods.